Freedom is not a gift from government. Freedom is a gift from God. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Is it Friday yet? Welcome to tonight's Andrea Cajun. It's only Tuesday, but I swear to goodness, it feels like we've already been through have a taco. an entire week. I should have a taco. Um, that's one of my go-to comfort foods, right? Those of you San Diegans or even anywhere around the world, talk, a taco should be in taco your top Tuesday. 10 yeah, uh, of comfort foods. We all need some comfort today. So much breaking news happening today. It's absolutely crazy. We've got, uh, we got to talk about, we, in effect, we almost have like two resignations. Maybe we had Andrew Cuomo resign today from Governor Groper resigned. People thought he was going to be fighting till the end. So we're going to talk about some possible theories that are being floated around as to why he resigned and why he was pushed out. Because uh, some people are saying, look, what he was accused of, even some of the worst of the accusations, is far less than what others have done. And is that part of an, a, a strategy at play here? And so we'll be we'll be talking about that and be curious to hear from you on that. 888-344-1170. I am back in the studio tonight. Had a great time last night down at the San Diego County Republican Party meeting in which we interviewed Mike Netter, who was uh, one of the founders of the recall effort. And then we, of course, had great fun interviewing Larry Elder, not realizing at the moment in which we were actually talking to Larry Elder that he was blowing up on Twitter because of comments he made earlier in the day. I believe it was with Sacramento Bee or Fresno Bee, one of them Bee papers. Um and he was blowing up for it. And some people are saying that it was an uh, it was an unforced error that was fatal. So it's almost could be it, it, if he's dead, then it's almost like a resignation in advance of even being elected. So we got to talk about that and whether or not it should be fatal for him, whether or not you think there's a possibility for him to rehabilitate himself. If you think that you would still vote for him, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. 888-344-1170. And before we get into much further, and 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 with, when both these stories broke today, I reached out to a good friend of mine who is a legit GOP strategist. This is a woman who spent her entire career working on propositions and things that you have voted on with no idea that she was the woman behind the scenes, as well as the woman that wrote all the questions for one of the most um, prolific, famous now uh, debates involving Megyn Kelly and Donald Trump back in the day. Jennifer Kearns is going to be here to give her perspective on both the Andrew Cuomo resignation as well as Larry Elder and what's going to happen here in California and with his campaign. Before we go much further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. I think they might have left DJ Potato Skins off the manifesto, but it'll be back. Winning, winning, winning. Yeah, of course we want to win the California recall. I'm not saying yet who I'm voting for, but if I were voting for Elder, I got to tell you, um, even though he made supposedly a huge blunder, I would still vote for him. Why? Uh, because at the end of the day, even though what was talked about was tremendously important, uh, he still stands for, I would say, so many different great conservative values and he is an outsider, and I think right now, much like Trump, we need an outsider more than ever in the state of California. It's interesting you should say that. I think the reason why people are like, no, after what he said, and let's tell everybody what he said, by the way. He was asked yesterday in, in an interview with one of the bees, Sacramento Bee or Fresno Bee, um, whether or not, he said, let's talk, the interviewer said, let's talk election integrity. 
I want to know if you think that Biden won the election in, in November 2020. And what are your thoughts on the election integrity in the state of California? And he said, and I quote, Biden won fairly and squarely. Then he went on to talk for about three or four minutes about how Donald Trump had the right to complain afterwards about whether or not uh, the the he was the rightful winner, just as though just as Hillary Clinton did for four years. He went on to say that neither one of them have used the C word, i.e. conceded. Um, that Hillary Clinton went on for four years yammering and Trump's got every right to do so. And it's hypocritical for for anybody to say that Trump doesn't have the right to do that. And if I had a nickel for every time, you know, Hillary Clinton or somebody said that Trump wasn't the rightful president, I could self-fund my campaign, pause for reaction. Um, it was shocking in its definitive declaration, no wiggle room whatsoever, Biden won fairly and squarely. It was so obviously scripted to me that he was clearly, you know, if if he's came in as the, as the, did he script it himself? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he might have come in as an, as an outsider, but there's insiders and the Republican Party and the establishment that scripted that for him. And I think the reason why people are, it, it was clearly scripted. And it was clear to me that one of the biggest things going around right now is there's an ad right now by Elizabeth Warren, as well as some voice uh, ads on the radio uh, saying that this recall is an extension of the January 6th rallies, which rally in DC, which was, is falsely being called an insurrection. And that this recall is just a further effort of Trump and MAGA people to, through insurrection, steal the state of California. And I think it's clear to me and that well-crafted scripted answer that he had establishment Republicans tell him that a wise thing to do would be to throw the Democrats a bone and tell them that Biden won and then throw the Trump supporters a bone by saying, well, look, Trump's got the right to complain about it. He's writing a fence post. It's classic GOP establishment nonsense, crappy campaigning, and it failed miserably because let me tell you, the only reason why you're never going to win a Democrat, but you know, uh, you know, um, the Demo- the Democrats are going to vote for you. Going to vote for you in this state for the for the reasons for the recall, and they know that there were election shenanigans going on. They're not going to vote for you simply because you decide that you hate Trump or you throw Trump under the bus. And there, but there's no Trump supporter that's going to come out after you've thrown Trump under the bus. Did I did I say that well? You, did you I get said that, that very across? well. One thing I was going to add, Andrea, and again, don't quote me on this. I'm just re- trying to recall in my memory. I swear I have heard him give a different answer on what happened in the 2020 election on his radio show. I may be wrong, but that's why I think it was campaign advisors and not his own scripted answer. Because this is what the Republican establishment does, right? First of all, the Republican establishment is desperate here in California and beyond and we know, and, and and I'm talking about at the, at the national level, at the NRCC level, that they're desperate to try to get rid of Trump and MAGA, and they're running their campaigns that way. They're refusing to acknowledge the fact that when Trump endorses a candidate, even some little local yokel out of Staten Island, it, it, it pushes them across the finish line because this is the Trump's party now. And it's not because of Trump. It's because of the Republican Party, right? Trump was a result of the Republican Party making promises – to um, seal the border, um, re- repeal and replace Obamacare, you know, all the false promises that they make. And that's why when Trump came down the escalators and made promises that were conservative about conservative politics and, and conservative policies, 
the American people reacted to because they were sick and tired of the Republican establishment. And and so they thought when Larry Elder, the reason why he rose to the top immediately was because they thought we not only have a chance to take the state back, but by an actual conservative. So then he comes out and he starts running his campaign and starts talking like a GOP. It, it was like Liz, something Liz Cheney would say. Nobody expected him to say hashtag Trump won. But good grief, man, you went to law school. You ha- you know more than anybody that when the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court rewrote election law two days beforehand, that that was unconstitutional and breaking the law. You got to know that when the ge- when the Georgia Governor Kemp cooked up some backroom deal with Stacey Abrams, that that was illegal and unconstitutional. You don't have to even be talking about Dominion machines. You didn't even have to go there. You could say, I know that there's millions of Americans out there that have rightful concerns about what's going on in our elections. And this is something that every Democrat and, and, and Republican should care about election integrity. As an African American, there was a time in the country when my people couldn't even vote. And we need to make sure that everybody's vote counts. Here in the state of California alone, he could have just talked about motor voter that the Democrats did, right? Through Motor Voter, over 300,000, according to the DMV, 300,000 illegals got registered to vote. If just a fraction of them voted, where, you know, that, that, could, that could swing a state. The people it, automatically think that just because you're talking about election integrity, that involves dominion, and that's the furthest thing from the truth. Well, the thing is, is that he, there's so much he could have said that even Democrats could un, unite behind. But Correct. To, but to completely take it, and, and, and it was so classic GOP establishment, because it was so narrow, there was nowhere for him to go. He tried to come back from it today with a tweet t- this morning saying... Um, you know, for, let me correct the record. Number one, yes, there was shenanigans in the election, but we've got to move to 2024. That's an even worse answer because it, how are we going to, if the elections are bad and there's shenanigans, if it's not fixed, there's no caring about 2024, or 2022. That's why he was asked this question. That's why nothing matters until elections matter. And I'm tired of the Republican party taking the tact, as he did on my show last night, that the solution to election int- fraud in whatever form it is, whether it's through motor voter, whether it's through these backroom deals between governors and, and ballots, whether it is through Dominion machines to where they have the passwords and nobody's allowed to audit, or whether it's what the courts ruled in Michigan and Wisconsin that was going on with with people who did not have the authority to change the elections or the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. We, there, there are issues. How There were many, many uh, cases that have been filed in court and prosecutions happening in Texas over voter fraud. Man, don't pee on our leg and tell me it's raining. There was so much he could have said that would have united Republicans and Democrats. He didn't have to go there. And he left himself no room to wiggle. And the problem is, is that if, it, if he had just, you know, flip-flopped or, or had just a little unartful statement over something, people, it wouldn't be such a problem. The problem is... The problem is, is that if people are thinking, if he's already kowtowing to the Democrats here, why bother to elect him? What else is he going to ca- What else is he going to cater to the Democrats when he when he gets into Sacramento? Because your your thing is, well, I would still vote for him because he's still right on the other issues. Well, if he's uh, the number one issue for the Andrea K show listeners is election integrity. If he's wrong on that, why would they believe him on anything else? Can he rehab himself? Can he, There's time to rehabilitate himself. And I think that there's a pathway for him to do it. I would say yes. And because I'll just say it flat out, he's one of the smartest men on radio. He's one of the smartest men, Absolutely. period, that I know. 
He definitely can. Absolutely. I think that he sold his soul a little bit to some of the same old, same old consultancy class that make money off of him by all propping up, well, offering him money. How you say Trump needs to stop looking to, to the out to the people that are around him? He needs to be Trump. Right. Elder needs to be elder. He, elder needs to be elder. I think that he got himself into, it's. It, it, this is my opinion. We're going to take a break here in a moment, bring in Jennifer Kearns and see what she has to say about it. She's a GOP strategist, worked on many campaigns. But, you know, it takes a lot of money to win a campaign. And oftentimes it's the consultancy class and the donor class that start calling the shots on policy. And I think that that's what's going on here. I think we got a lot of establishment people, the people that he needs to help fund his campaign are the people telling him how, you know, positions he needs to take. I could be wrong, but you know, it's, but even if it's not that, that's me giving him the benefit of the doubt. Because otherwise, if he just, if he's, if if he's going to take the tact that there's nothing wrong with our elections and everything's fair and square, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because you know what? It's not fair and square. If you want to say that, yes, there's issues and we need to address it and we need to make sure that all of our elections are, are, are squeaky clean, um, but I don't think it, it's been proven that the, any outcome was changed, that would have been a fair statement. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Jennifer Kearns. We also got to talk about Cuomo because there's a lot of people wondering why are they really, even the Democrats trying to push him out when there's far worse that's been done by other Democrats and the Democrats didn't push them out something to think about stay tuned be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e andrea k telling you like it is all while eating a donut the andrea k show on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. How am I supposed to be concentrating here in the studio when there is a humongous, delicious cake in the refrigerator, in the lunchroom? I don't know what you people expect of me. All right, uh, before we bring in my buddy and brilliant GOP strategist, Jen Kearns, to, to give us her her suggestions on uh, how Larry Elder can rehabilitate himself as well as so to help me figure out some stuff going on with, with uh, this Cuomo situation... Uh, we're going to quickly go to the phones and take a call from Joel and see what he's got to say. He's got a couple of comments. Hey, Joel, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thanks, Andrea. Okay, I went and visited, met with Larry Elder when he came to El Cajon two weeks ago. Okay. I told him, I'm going to run your San Diego campaign. I listened to him all year, every day, give evidence as to why Trump won. He gave evidence on air as to wow. why the votes were wrong. I, I heard him every single day. So when I heard that, I'm like, oh, they got to him. Mm-hmm. And they, they told him basically the narrative is this. If you question it, then you're a kook. Yep. And, and so they got to him. The other thing is this. With Cuomo, I'm telling you, the Attorney General of New York has already been on record saying she's coming after Trump. They had to sacrifice the night to get to the king. So they had to use Cuomo as an example over hugging and kissing to make sure he goes down so they can use the same logic when it comes to Trump. Didn't have to be sex at all, just hugging and kissing because the the charges against Trump are going to be much like that. I promise you, because people are trying to figure out why did Cuomo go down like that? I, I yeah. promise you it's a predicate to get Trump. Well, I can't wait to hear what my girl Jen has to say. Before I go to her, quick question for you. Do you think 
uh, as much as you've listened to Larry and you know him personally, do you think he can rehabilitate himself after that comment yesterday? Here's the thing. If he rehabilitates himself, the group that he's trying to get is going to drop him, which I don't don't understand. He doesn't need that group, whoever he's appealing to. I think it's the establishment class, the donor class, the establishment class. And I think that he just didn't expect anybody to to hear him say that to this Fresno B or whoever it was. Um, got, got, you know, I love your comments on Cuomo and your theory. Uh, got to leave it there so I can bring in my girl, Jen Kearns. Uh, thank you for calling in. OK, so Jen Kearns, uh, host of the nationally syndicated radio show, All American Radio, brilliant GOP strategist. Um, I owe her an apology when we get to Cuomo, but before we get to that, I'll just tease that out there. She probably doesn't even remember why I owe her an apology for that based upon a a panel we were on together on Newsmax about Cuomo. Um, but before we get into that, um, Jen Kearns, your thoughts on this Larry Elder situation. You heard that previous caller, your thoughts. Well, look, uh, having represented uh, candidates and taken them in front of the Fresno Bee and the Bakersfield, Californian and the Los Angeles Times and the San Francisco Chronicle, uh, look, I would have advised Larry Elder, you don't have to answer that question. Uh, There are plenty of issues uh, very specific to California that um, that he could have pivoted uh, to. And I would have said if I were Larry Elder, Hey, look, uh, the, the race in California was very clear. Joe Biden clearly won here. Uh, we as a party have a lot of work to do and we are doing that work. We've taken out Katie Hill. We've, we've put in, uh, Michelle Steele and other conservatives in, in throughout the states and in key districts. Um, but frankly, I'm not going to answer that question because that does nothing but divide the GOP. And right now the GOP needs to be united in defeating Gavin Newsom. And that's our number one goal. That would have solved it right there. It wouldn't have made the base mad. Uh, it would have um, probably irritated the Ed board members. But at some point they will move on from that question. And that's how I would have handled it. Um, how does he win the base back? Look, he's got to just go back to basics. Um, anytime you, you goof up in the press, um, you, you just have to go back to basics. You have to talk about why it's so important uh, that, that we get rid of Gavin Newsom. I would immediately focus back on Gavin Newsom, start uh, firing upward, uh, so to speak, uh, proverbially speaking only, of course, and, and talk about the issues and talk about how you're polling at the top of the field, 40%. If the recall passes, 50% plus one vote, you're going to be the guy. And look, I I think Larry Elder, uh, we have to use the 80-20 rule here as conservatives. And, you know, I'm a conservative with a capital C. I I don't like the RNC most days. Um, I'm very conservative. I'm pro-life, pro-gun, pro-NRA, pro-law enforcement, you name it. But look, what we have to be realistic, especially in a state like California, we've got to get to the 80-20 rule. Do we agree 80% with what Larry Elder says? Yes. Um, as conservatives, I'm very pleased to see that he was so aggressive in saying, look, uh, on day one, if I get elected, there's going to be no mask mandates. There's going to be no masks on school children. There's going to be no more shutdowns. I think those are tremendous things that we all have in common with Larry. So I, th- I think we need to give him a, a little bit of leeway. I'd rather have someone who's a little um, – maybe shares too much than shares too little, right? We've had Gavin Newsom for a really long time. We've had some of these career politicians for too long. I'd rather have an imperfect candidate that that maybe says 
maybe not quite the right thing, that's not quite perfect. I'd rather have a real person who's never held office before uh, to, to lead the state. I think it was clear his answer was scripted. And I think one of the things that I would do is I would sh- I would get rid of anybody who advised him to say that. It was clearly scripted. Yeah, look, uh, he needs to get rid yeah, of that because, because uh, you know, he took the bait. I think he did it because of that Elizabeth Warren ad. And I think that they, that was them trying to counter that, uh, thinking that they would come up with some clever way to throw the Democrats, tell the Democrats what they wanted to hear, that he's not some insurrectionist trying to steal the election like Trump and and uh, and that and then try to throw the Trump supporters a bone with saying, well, he's not doing anything different than Hillary Clinton did for four years. And I think that they tried to be just a little too, too in the clever game and, and it back fired i think what he should do is he should pivot there was breaking news yesterday of course you're in new york now so you might not have heard this and we're going to pick a jen's brain on on cuomo in a moment but yesterday we found out that the california secretary of state has come up with some new uh voting plan that she's kept hidden from everybody called print your ballot at home using your own software and your own infrastructure gee what could go wrong with that you know larry could pivot today by by taking that on and saying no i'm not going to talk about joe biden anymore but let's talk about this Right. Yeah. Look, uh, let's be clear. Democrats have been printing their own ballots at home for a while, haven't they? I wink, wink. Yeah. I say that. But I, I think in some regards, uh, I've seen legitimate reports. Uh, I've been in districts in Colorado where there was a union boss where people were bringing the ballots to the house, putting them in a big bin. And then at the end of the night, the union boss would take them back. So who knows what's going on in some of these ballot farms? Um, look, that, that would have been a great pivot, but I suspect why Larry, um, even went there, could have been a donor, insisted on that. But I think he's trying to win the independent. And what we know from years and years and years of, I hate to say this because he's a very nice man, Frank Lunt telling Ugh. us these words that work Ugh. that really haven't worked. No. Um, you have to, in a state like California, the electorate respects you to be different. So you can't talk in a way that you think will make you more acceptable to some Democrats or make you sound more like Gavin. That doesn't work. There's a reason why people like Coke and people like Pepsi. It's because the two products are dramatically different. The personalities are different. And, and if you have a Gavin light, you're not going to win. So Larry just needs to go back to basics to be in yeah. himself. And look, lastly, another way he could reconnect with voters. Um, and I don't think this hurt him too much. This is a lot of, you know, Twitter sphere uh, arguing that's going on. But, but look, Larry ought to go back to basics. As long as I've known Larry, going back to 2001, he has been on the side of every conservative battle, even at the state level in California. He was very supportive of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. I was their PR gal uh, for nearly five years. Larry Elder was with us and, and gave us airtime on every single taxpayer issue, including when Governor Schwarzenegger, if you want to talk about someone who was not talking like a Republican, uh, when Schwarzenegger put the $16 billion uh, tax increase, the largest tax increase in California history on the ballot, I think it was in 2008 or 2010, um, around that rise of the Tea Party. Uh, look, Larry Elder and John and Ken and all those great radio folks down in, in Southern California were there with us. And so I think Larry needs to really highlight the fact he's been around, he's been in the grassroots conservative movement, and he's been given airwaves just as you do. Um, now, he's been given airwaves to conservative issues in California for 20 plus years, mm-hmm. and, and that really will endear him to the conservative base. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, uh, you and I did a panel together on Newsmax a while back after this. I think the first accuser came out 
And at the end of the panel, they asked whether or not um, I, this was going to, you know, you know, become something. And I said, I don't think it's going to grow legs because I didn't think that any Democrat was ever going to held accountable. I mean, the, the line of the Senate, Ted Kennedy, you know, killed a woman, but leaving her for dead. Mary Jo Kopechny, right? Since when is the Demo- since when has a Democrat ever been held accountable? So now he was forced to resign today. So, of course, Jen Kearns was right, because after I said that this was never going to grow any legs, Jen Kearns was like, oh, yes, it will. OK, so <laughs> mea culpa to you, my friend. You called it. You nailed it. Um, possibly maybe you knew that uh, there was more going on behind the besides just this one person. I think an 11th or 12th person came out today. I was surprised that he resigned. Because the day the AG report, he had a whole package ready to go with video and pictures and all this kind of stuff. And he was going to dig his heels in. And he was yeah. he was forced to resign today. And Greg Kelly has a theory that they're targeting him for doing far less than others have done because they really can't take, can't, they got, because ultimately they want to say, okay, look, we took him down and now we can go and take Joe Biden down. I don't believe that theory at all. What's your theory? I don't either. I think that's far too conspiratorial. And by the way, I don't even remember that panel that we were on. That That's how bad my memory is. Dang it, um, I shouldn't but, have brought it up that I was wrong and you were right. <laughs> but look, I, I was on radio in New Hampshire this morning about an hour before the news came in. And I said I thought he was still digging his heels. And so, look, we, you just don't know. I, I think, Andrew Cuomo, what happened was last night in the 11th hour, he was trying to negotiate this deal to save his neck. And uh, the the Senate leader, um, who's a Democrat, who just uh, was under too much pressure, just couldn't give him uh, the exit strategy. Um, look, I think what's really going on, they wanted Cuomo out because they do want to run someone far more progressive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, look, I- I'm very excited Cuomo is out, but also be careful what you wish for, right? Because yeah. um, AOC wants to run for governor, and so does Bill de Blasio. And I am in the belly of the beast in New York City. I can tell you. There was a stabbing outside of my building today at 3.15 p.m. in broad daylight. Wow. So, uh, if you want New York to look like New York City, go ahead and put William Wilhelm in, and it'll be a great state, for, trust me. But look, bottom line is this. Um, the progressives are on the move. I don't think it's a ploy to take down Biden or even Trump or anything of that nature. I just think it's regular old politics like you and I see every day. Here's what I do find interesting, though. Um, you were right on this. Uh, the, the, the wagons were definitely circled to protect him. Look at the Time's Up movement. Look how phony that movement is. The co-founders of the Time's Up movement had to step down yesterday. Why? Mm. Because they helped Governor Cuomo and his executive staff write a statement that smeared the nearly dozen accusers of him. That tells you everything you need to know about the modern day feminist party. They've gone so far afield from their original intent. Uh, it's just about scoring political points and protecting their buddies. Absolutely. Well, Jen Kearns, thank you for being here so much. Tell everybody how they can hear your show. Uh, just go to allamericanradio.com or on social media at allamericanjen. All righty. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you for always being right. Now, stay tuned. <laughs> thank okay, you. Um, Larry Elder stepped in it in part the day before the big Mike Lindell symposium. I didn't get to watch it today, but uh, somebody that I know did. And she's going to report in on uh, what, what was the, what was the breaking news today, if any. So stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kasia. I want to read to you guys a, a, a quick email here from a listener. Who uh, This is a, a listener who emailed me during the show. And you can email me at andrea at com. by the way. And he says, it's uh, my old friend Paul. Hi, Andrea. I know it's been a while, but I never left. Glad to hear that, Paul. Wow, is what I have to say about Larry Elder. Sorry, I'm not voting for Larry. I was ready to vote for Larry Elder, but since he tossed Trump and we, Trump voters under the bus, I'm not voting for him. I'm tired of us MAGA being treated like scum. I don't care less for the arguments that we should settle for the Lisa Murkowski types. I don't think I could do this without a few expletives. Anyway, take care. Um, Yeah, because, and actually, uh, being concerned about election fraud and election integrity really should not be just a MAGA issue, right? It should, this should, this should concern every American. Joining me now is an American who cares about this. Her name is Kathy Shell, and she has been glued to the Lindell Symposium today. I did not have a chance. Uh, to watch it, I heard that there was people that were just riveted by it. So I asked her if she would call in and report to us uh, what she learned from today. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Andrea. Hi. Um, good to talk to you again. Well, you too, doll. What'd you find out today? <laughs> oh, man, you're right. We, my a couple of friends and I have been glued to it all day long with popcorn, of course. And as you know, I follow it very closely. But mm-hmm. I, it's been a lot of excitement. Some things that we suspected but didn't know, little high points like, you know, um, every state in the country, all 50 states have been affected, votes stolen. Uh, even the, even the uh, states like in my own state of Tennessee where Trump won, but what they were doing was shaving votes off. So even in Tennessee, they shaved about 150 votes, 150,000 votes off of Trump. And that generally means that they were interfering with the down votes. Okay, so not just interfering with the presidential election, but those down ticket. Absolutely. Did you proven that? Now, how did they prove that? What did you hear today that that we could? Because there's so much information, Kathy, from the things going on with the machines to how they were dealing with with the registrations to how they were shaving things off, and and I think and we and we've had Dr. Frank on the show before, and it can get really overwhelming. They've got some like 37 terabytes. How did how did did Dr. Frank today explain this information? And was any of it new today? Did they break any news today on anything we didn't know before? Well, some of it was a little bit new to me, uh, but mostly suspected a lot of it. And yes, Dr. Frank, uh, you know, to try to ask me, like you said, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's just overwhelming because all the all the computer technology things are, of course, way above my head. But he was showing the breakdown. So when you're watching it, it makes sense. Yeah, but it's hard to. Story. Yeah, it's I think right. one of the things that Dr. Frank has said is that he noticed a pattern that was consistent in every state. And it got to where he could predict in every district across the country wh- how the votes were going to go because they had planned for it, right? He did. He did go over every bit of that today. Um, so he did break all of that down and show you. So. In other words, uh, like I said, every state, all 50 states had this election fraud, theft, uh, interference through the machines and everything. Um, So even the states, uh, they were showing different numbers, different states. Did they Uh, show any proof? Because the argument from people is going to be, okay, excuse me, I had to put in a throat lozenge because I don't... uh, I, I was getting no, that I cough I've had. Um, so, I mean, it's it, it, and I believe Dr. Frank, but Dr. Frank saying, here's what I found in presenting his analysis in a graph 
isn't necessarily considered evidence. And I know that at 5 p.m. tonight, 7 p.m. Central Time, they were supposed to have some breaking news tonight. Tune in at 5. Was there anything breaking during that hour? Oh, that got interesting, but it's going to get more interesting because that was they were referring to it all day as the reveal. Be there. Call your friends. Call your family for the reveal. So what did they reveal? Something happened. Something happened. And even uh, I had to get on Telegram and look at all these uh, influencers and Code Monkey and people there all are chatting up a storm. Something happened to, I think, the the reveal person. I'm not sure which way this went. But Mike Jail was very upset all of a sudden. He was trying to bring on this person, and he had to stop and go, wait, they're having trouble getting in. And, and then he was talking about some, you know, things happening. He was shaking, either mad or very concerned. So they ended up not having the big reveal. Yeah, not to my knowledge. Not unless, I mean, I can't imagine it's possible, but they had um, another incident and they had another guest. It was um, Colorado County Clerk um, uh, Tina Peters. They brought her in, but as she was coming in, they were explaining that on her way in, her offices were raided. Huh. That the I think it was the Secretary of State, Colorado, and Dominion. I have no idea. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot more explanation. Wow. Well, I'm getting had raided her. Yeah. A yeah. lot a lot of things right there. All of a sudden, that was very very tense and very intense. And uh, I know that uh, some of the things that were out there floating around about it. Uh, with the social media being all the buzz, what some of the influencers are going to try to find out. Well, as of right now, though, it doesn't. Like it, 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 I got to got to wrap there, Kathy. Thank you. It it doesn't seem to, to me right now, though, that any real breaking news, anything new was presented today. But I'm going to keep watch on it, and it sounds like something interrupted it. Um, uh, but thank you, Kathy, for calling in. Um, if they if they've got. The receipts and Dr. Frank said that they did. They were going to have it and they were going to reveal it. They need, in my opinion, they need to um, reveal it as soon as possible and then spend the rest of the symposium providing analysis on it and getting getting the word out instead of taking the tact of we're going to wait until the eleventh hour and then it's a three day symposium's over. Don't do this like it's a like it's a, a home renovation project and you're going to do the big reveal at the end. You want you want to reveal it up front so that people have three days to marinate in it and realize what's going on here. Do you agree, Skins? I agree 100%. I mean, you can't keep people waiting, especially for people that that believe that there was something substantial that happened. And I've just tried to do a, a, a search quickly uh, on the internet for if there was something that happened with the big reveal, nothing pops up. Yeah, that's that's not good strategy, in my opinion. And I I, I don't think that people don't have the time and the attention to sit all day and watch it. I think you need to just if you're going to do it over three days, you need to be showing proof for solid three days, not sitting. I'm going to show a little bit and then I'm going to yammer here for a little bit. Then, you know, that that may, you know, don't try to turn this into a telethon telethon. Maybe the mainstream media wasn't looking forward to this, but lots of conservatives were and are so if they're still holding on to it and they're able to get it out there they need to get it out there they need to get it out there and put forth the evidence we're going to take a break we come back we got more to get into um the cdc's been busted faking more numbers we've got to talk about that um speaking of elections a dominion sued uh filed a lawsuit today against uh oan and newsmax we got that to talk about more don't go away 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Yeah, so far uh, the reports um, of, from other media outlets, although, you know, uh, are saying that Mike Lindell this just was a disaster today. But then again, you know, he hasn't gotten met much favorable media. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. A I lot just, of it's been pretty unfair. A lot of it's been pretty unfair. But well, so far, it doesn't sound like there's been any new news. So they need to get to new news. They need to present whatever they've got. Um, breaking news today on the election, though, was the Dominion filed uh, two lawsuits, uh, $1.6 billion at one uh, against... Um, one American News and Newsmax and um, alleging um, that they defamed them ba- basically. Oh, these quote, these lies have harmed the company, its employees and its customers. Workers have been threatened. Their offices vandalized and the companies had to spend upwards of six hundred thousand dollars in security for employees. Um, you know, <sighs> like what conservative isn't under attack these days and been threatened. Right. Um, um, uh Rep for Newsmax said that they had not yet received the lawsuit, um, but defended their reporting, saying that uh, they simply, quote, simply reported on allegations made by well-known public figures, including the president, his advisors and members of Congress. And I like this sentence here because this is true. Uh, Dominion's action today is a clear attempt to squelch such reporting and undermine a free press. That's exactly what's going on, because media outlets should be telling the world, hey, this is what's being said about Dominion. They're not telling anybody what to think. They're, they're sharing information. That's actually reportage. They're reporting on what is being said. They, 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 reporting on, on somebody's allegations is what they, what they should be they doing. They personally believe it. And no. even if they did, it is the freedom of the press, like you just said. Right. Abs- so this is absolutely part of the uh, censorship movement. The left hates the fact that there are some up and comers once they got control over Fox News. Right. It's like they thought, you know, between um, big tech and once they had taken down Fox News, they thought that was it. They thought it was it. Right. So how dare these other upstarts dare to have anybody on like Mike Lindell. Right. Who's sharing his opinion. You're not allowed to share an opinion anymore if it doesn't, you know, tote the the Marxist communist line of the left, because the media has long since been a propaganda arm for the for the communist party, which are the Democrats. Right. So um, the, these amounts here could crush Newsmax and OAN because, you know, it, who knows what it will take for them to defend themselves in court. And that's the point. Right. And this is an attempt to completely destroy uh, any any way for you as a voter to get any information. You should be able to decide for yourself. You should be able to hear what anybody has to say about Dominion, about any aspect of uh, the Arizona audits or anything going on in Georgia or anywhere, anytime, any place. You should be allowed to hear it, okay? And they're trying to stop you from hearing it, which is why, by the way, we've got to get off big tech, right? We've got to stop this. We've got to stop supporting the very outlets. This is why I said after Fox News, did their game of electioneering on election night and called Arizona early. I have not watched Fox News since. Actually, I didn't even watch that night. I stopped watching after Chris Wallace did what he did, which in the non-debate. I'm not going to prop it up. And I don't care how great Tucker Carlson is. You Every don't time even allow Fox News in the studio. It's not in our studio. I'm not going to prop them up. I continue to be on Facebook and some of the other socials temporarily as I share that we've got to go to ourfreenation.org. Getter is on Amazon platforms. I'm tired. I know that there's gab out there and they're spamming me all day long, using my data against me, 
Like that, like they're not, you know, using my data as they spam me all day long, asking me for money. And, and if there is an app on a Google or Apple Play Store, they're big tech. We've got to get off of big tech. Ourfreenation.org has no infrastructure related to big tech. It even has its own encrypted email. Fairly soon, I will no longer be on Facebook Live. I will be on Ourfreenation.org Live, and that will be encrypted so that I will be free to say whatever I want to say without anybody out there taking me down. We've got to stop enabling and supporting the very institutions that are crushing us. Well, and also something else that's happening with, you know, Dominion filing these lawsuits, it makes it so that anybody else that's thinking about providing the same information, now they're going to think twice before doing so. Absolutely. I mean, this is the same Dominion who filed these lawsuits, by the way, who have the router passcodes and we can't, and Arizona can't complete its audit. Because Dominion, that company, has control over our elections. You tell me that that's okay? And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. It's a, it's a fact. They have the routers and the passwords. There's also a, an article out today, thanks to Skins. Let's see. What does this one say? Hmm. Colorado investigating how voting machine passwords ended up on the internet. We need to go back to the days of it's election day, not election months, because you want early voting. You, you want to go take a vacation on on election day. You don't get your absentee vote. If you don't care enough to stay in town to, to vote, too bad. You got to go to the polls. You got to vote on on a paper ballot, right? You got to show a voter ID to do it, and the registration vo- rolls should not be electronic, right? No early voting. No early voting. No absentee crap unless you're military. Sorry. You know, there was a couple times in my life I wasn't able to vote because of circumstances. And I thought, well, you know what? That's life. And like okay? you and I talked about in the past, you always know when an election day is way in advance. That's you can right. plan around it. And you know what? If there's some circumstance where life hits you hard and you're not that able happens. to vote, then that life happens, right? Election integrity needs to be far more important than convenience. Here's, here's a juicy little topic you're going to dig. The CDC has fudged the Florida numbers. I'm sure it was just a mistake. Oh, of course, just a mistake. They, Yeah, they, tweet, they reported um, a record-breaking 28,317 new cases of COVID for Sunday to the CDC, which was not true. That was multiple days count, all combined to one. And, um, and as Red State says here, if this was just a mistake, they would have rushed to fix it when it was brought to their attention. Well, there was no hurry. No. Well, not only no hurry, but they still haven't fixed it. Right? Like I said, no hurry. You've been lied to. You continue to be lied to because everything about this is about control. The government responds to it. I miss the old days. You sick? Yeah, there's something going around. Wash your hands. There's something going around. Wash your hands. Stay tuned. See you tomorrow night. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Come on.